when the storms of life come upon you and me, we can rise above them by placing our faith in God. I put my faith in Him. I know that He's going to get me through it. I don't live by sight. I live by faith. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. The spiritual turbulence caused by the trials of life have a way of steering us off course. The important thing to remember is always keep flying the plane. Hi everybody, welcome to Life Talk. I'm Jeff Wickwire and thanks for joining us. Today we're continuing the message, Keep Flying the Plane. You know, every pilot knows what he must do when sudden turbulence strikes his plane. He immediately acts upon the basics he learned in flight school. Likewise, when the turbulence of trials and difficulties come our way, it's important to keep in mind several biblical keys that will help us steer steadily through the turbulence and land safely at our destination. In today's message, we're going to look at what those keys are. I believe this message is going to be a real help to you. If you don't need it today, I assure you, one day you will. So let's go right to the message, keep flying the plane, and see what the Bible has to say. Second Timothy 3.16 says, All of Scripture is God-breathed. And look at what that God-breathed Word will do for you in a storm. In its inspired voice, we will hear useful teaching, rebuke, correction, instruction, and training for a life that is right. When you're in a storm and the fog of pain is clouding your mind and growing panic is blinding your vision, and God seems a million miles away, the first thing you should do is not go by my senses, not panic, not freak out, but where's my Bible, where's my Bible, and open up that Bible and read what the instrument panel is telling you. What does the Word of God say? What does it advise? How did the people in its pages successfully respond to the storms in their own life? What are the guiding principles and truths that this book presents? Because this is our instrument panel. That's why I tell you all the time, this isn't just any book. This is the greatest book on planet Earth. If you were to ask me, Jeff, if you were on a deserted island, what would you want more than any single thing? I'm not kidding. I would say, give me the Word of God. Give me a holy Bible. Because this is not just any book. This is a supernatural book. It is all breathed of God who knew the storms we would encounter, who knew exactly what we would face. And so he gave us this book, 66 books. You've got your own library right here in this one book. And every bit of it is the Word of God. And there's two kinds of Christians, those who access this Bible when they're in a storm and those who do not. And I'm going to tell you who's chewing their nails and who isn't when they're in a storm. Those that are in the Word of God have faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. It's so easy to find endless examples of people in Scripture 
who did just that. Jesus, the captain of our salvation, himself, the Word, always accessed the Word of God when he was in a storm. You remember when the devil attempted him in the wilderness? It says the Holy Ghost had driven him into the wilderness. And when he was there in the wilderness, Satan approached him. And suddenly Jesus, who had been fasting 40 days and nights, was surrounded by a storm of temptation. And three times Satan attacked him. The first time he said, hey, you're hungry. Why don't you turn these stones into bread? And you think Jesus' senses didn't tell him he's starving, no food for 40 days? You think his senses didn't say, hey, you can do it. Turn those stones into bread. But he didn't. He went to the word of God. He accessed the instrument panel. And the instrument panel said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The devil tried again, and he always will. He never hits you once. He'll hit you twice. He'll hit you thrice. He hit the Son of God three times. The second time, he said, hey, go ahead and prove to the world you're God's son by jumping off the pinnacle of the temple because he'll give his angels charge over you, and the whole world will see you levitating in midair. You think it wasn't a temptation of Jesus' senses to take him up on that? But Jesus went to the instrument panel and he said, you shall not put God to the test. And then a third time he was hit. He said, hey, Jesus, why don't you take a shortcut to everything God's got for you? All the fame, all the fortune, all the riches of the world. And it says the devil gave him a vision of all of the riches and glory and glitter of the world and said, go ahead. If you'll just bow down and worship me, I'll give it to you right now. And you can avoid that painful cross. Jesus went straight to the instrument panel, not his own senses, and he said, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. And the Bible says after he did that three times, the devil left him. Now, if the son of God had to access the instrument panel, where does that leave us? Here he was flying through a storm of temptation, but he opened up the Bible and it talked to him and it guided him safely to the other side. And what I love is he came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. He went in driven by the Spirit, but he came out in the power of the Spirit. And he began to cast out devils and heal the sick and raise the dead and speak like no man ever spoke. In a storm, it always comes down to whose report will you believe? Because there's always going to be two, the report of the 10 spies or the report of the two. The report of unbelief or the report of faith. Which report will you believe? King David was literally, by his own testimony, saved from total destruction by leaning on the instrument panel of the Word of God. Listen to this. He said, my hope was kept alive by the Word of God. Quote, unless your Word had been my anchor, he said, I would have perished in my affliction. God's Word comforted him. This is my comfort in my affliction, for your Word has given me life. God's Word guided him. He prayed, direct my steps by your Word. 
He accessed the instrument panel first thing every morning of his life. That's what I like about David. He had that holy habit of getting in the Word every single day. Look what he said. I rise before the dawning of the morning, and I cry for help, and I hope in your Word. I've got a holy habit in my life, and what I mean by a holy habit is it helps me be holy. Every morning I get up, you can ask my wife, you can ask my children, you can ask my dogs. I have three of them. They follow me every morning where I'm going. I go out on the patio. I take my word. I take my coffee that God made on the eighth day. And I open up this Bible and I'm going to tell you, I read the word of God every single day. Why? Because I want to get up here and appear spiritual to you. No, I do it because I know that I must. You say, well, Jeff, I don't get in the Word every day. Who told you you could get away with that? Let me just inform you. You can't get away with that. If you want to be an anemic, barely making it, barely getting by, kind of limping Christian, then go ahead and don't get in the Word every day. But if you want to win, if you want to defeat the devil if you want to be spiritually vital, if you want to be strong in your spirit, then you get up every day and you get into that Bible because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. In a storm, you access the instrument panel and you do what it says. And then secondly, we've got the Holy Spirit of truth. I could never do what I do without the Holy Spirit of God. I'm a debtor to the Spirit of God. Do you know that I wouldn't be up here preaching? I would never have gone into the ministry if it had not been for the mighty Spirit of God. I think sometimes we diminish and we minimize the power that God has given to us, the mighty Spirit of God. We must have that Holy Spirit. It's called the Holy Spirit of truth. Listen to what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit's ministry to the believer. He said, I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth. And then what does that Spirit of truth do in the life of the believer? Jesus said, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you. Can everybody say, guide you? That's right, saying, guide me. He will guide you. He will guide you. Let's say together, He will guide me into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will prophesy. The Holy Spirit knows the future. Holy Spirit is not an it or a thing or some ethereal force. The Holy Spirit is a person. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And Jesus used the personal pronoun to refer to him. He said, he, he will guide you into all truth. And he is living inside of you. He is fellowshipping with you. He is praying for you. He is strengthening you. He is opening up the word of God to you. He is teaching you. Jesus said that Holy Spirit of truth, his ministry is going to be to guide you into the truth. Now, I want you to hold that thought for a minute, and let me go back to the flying illustration. Not only does a pilot have an instrument panel, but he also is in touch with the control tower, which is monitoring his flight on radar. 
The control tower sees exactly where he is, what his flying conditions are, and what course he should take for maximum safety. The control tower is watching and tracking every move that jet makes. And there's somebody in the control tower talking to that pilot. That's why he's got on those earphones. He's got on the earphones, the earphones. He's hearing from the control tower, and he's also looking at the instrument panel at the very same time. He's got two unfailing sources of guidance and help in the flight, especially when there's a storm. The person in the control tower talks to him and says, hey, continue on your path, or take an alternate route, or fly a different altitude. He's being guided. He's being talked to. He's being spoken to. And with that picture in mind, let me look again at what Jesus said about the spirit of truth. Watch this. He will not speak on his own authority, that is the Holy Spirit, but whatever he hears, he will speak. You know what that tells me? Whatever he hears from the control tower. And the control tower is the throne room of God. And the Bible says that God is marking every step you take. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. Though he fall, he should not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. He is watching you, marking you, following you, directing you. And whatever the control tower in heaven, God's throne says, he will speak that to you. Isn't that so good? Have you ever been about to make a decision, and everything looks right. You should do it. Logic says do it. People have said do it. Your natural senses say do it. And then all of a sudden, you lose all your peace. And that Holy Spirit of truth says, don't go. Don't do it. Don't take that direction. Don't go that decision. Don't get involved in a relationship with that person. Don't take that job. Don't this, don't that. But instead, do this and do that. And in that way, we are guided by faith and not by sight. Here's Paul and Silas. They're preaching the gospel, and they're about to go into Asia. And the Bible says right when they were about to go into Asia, the control tower broke through with a message. It says they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. The Holy Spirit broke through. And then they said, well, okay, we'll go into Bithynia. They started going to Bithynia, but again, the Spirit did not permit them. They thought they were flying in the right direction. But the Holy Spirit of truth let them know, you have veered off course. And you know what happened instead? They ended up in Philippi, where they had the original jailhouse rock, where the demon was cast out of that little girl, and she was set free. And the church in Philippi was born, and that was God's plan the whole time. But the Holy Spirit, speaking into their heart, the Spirit of truth, had to guide them in their flight. Do you listen to the Holy Spirit when He speaks? That little nudge, do it, don't do it, take it, don't take it, go there, don't go there. Make that decision, don't make that decision. Do you believe me, church, when I tell you that he has given us an incredible gift? The Holy Spirit of truth. So if I've got the instrument panel and I've got the Holy Spirit of truth, I'm flying through a storm where I cannot see, but I'm being guided by the instruments. Here we go. And there's one more, and that is faith. 
Everybody say faith. We hear a lot about faith, don't we? But see, here's how faith works in a storm. Faith trusts the instrument panel because faith trusts the one who gave the instrument panel. Faith trusts the Word because of the God who gave the Word. I trust the God who gave me this Word. That's why around here we're always saying, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. You know why we do that? Because it's true. And I want you to believe what the Bible says about God. He's not an out-to-get-you God. He's not a mean God. He's not a vindictive God. But He is a merciful, long-suffering God who forgives and forgives and forgives and loves and loves and loves. And He can be trusted. And He's the one talking out of the control tower. And He's the one who gave us the instrument panel of the Word of God. So I can trust Him. Kathy and I were flying somewhere to preach. I forget where it was. But we were in a little four-seat plane. It was a prop plane. And there was a pilot and a co-pilot, and we were in the back. It was just us. And I remember these two, pilot and the co-pilot, were kids. They were like teenagers. The pilot still had acne. (laughs) We're flying along. And all of a sudden, this this guy, he leans forward, and he looks out the windshield, and he says to his co-pilot, do you see it yet? Now, if you know me, you know that I am not grace to fly. And when I have a pilot going, do you see it yet? And the co-pilot says, not yet. And I said, I see it. Take me down. It's the last time we flew in a prop plane. See, I didn't have total trust in the pilot. But when it comes to the captain of my salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ, I totally trust Jesus Christ. He's going to get us there. He is going to get you there. He that has begun a good work is going to finish it. Faithful is he who calls you, who also will do it. Jesus is our faithful pilot. And we get there by faith. I put my faith in the instrument panel of the Word of God because I know he's not a man that he can lie. And I trust the one who is speaking through the spirit of truth. I believe in the character of the God of the Bible. He is never going to walk out on you. He's never going to leave you. You may wrong him, but he's not going to wrong you. When everybody else walks out, he walks in. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is rooting for you, pulling for you. He gave his son to die for you. You think he's not going to get you through that storm? If you access the instrument panel and trust the control tower to lead you. Did you know that an eagle knows when a storm is approaching long before it breaks? I love what God has made in nature. Romans 1 says he's made the things we can see to teach us about things we cannot see. And look at what God did with the eagle. The eagle knows that a storm is coming before it ever comes. And so you know what he'll do? The eagle will fly to some high spot, some high tree, high mountain, some high perch, And he will wait for the winds to come. And when the storm hits, the eagle sets its wings so that the wind will pick him up and lift him high above the storm. And as the storm rages below, the eagle is soaring high above it, gliding with ease. He's not a sparrow down there. He's an eagle. 
God didn't make sparrows. He made eagles. Now, he made real sparrows, but no Christian is called to be a sparrow. Here's what the eagle said. Ah, here comes a storm. Well, let me get ready. And when the storm hits, I'm going to rise above it. And I'm going to glide above it. And I'm going to soar above it so that it's damaging everything below me, but not me. Because I'm going to be above the storm and gliding above it and rising high above it because I know how to navigate a storm. Likewise, when the storms of life come upon you and me, we can rise above them by placing our faith in God. I put my faith in him. I put my faith in the instrument panel. I know that he's going to get me through it. I don't live by sight. I live by faith. And when I approach a storm that way, that storm lifts me. And here I am. Which are you? Or here? The things I go through to make a message happen... (laughs) listen when you learn he knew the storm was coming he had me ready for it ahead of time i know all about the instrument panel i know about faith i know about the control tower talking to me i know about the spirit of truth so i'm going to glide i'm going to rise above the storm and i'm going to let it take me higher than i ever would have gone otherwise it's going to work for my good and not against me Are you this or are you this? Where are you in your trial right now? You knew I was going to quote it, but here it is. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like sparrows. Is that what it says? Like chickadees. Is that what it says? No, like eagles. (sighs) See, once you've been in Jesus for a while, This is the way you ought to do. You ought to be riding the storm, not being destroyed by it. His word, the instrument panel. His spirit, speaking from the control tower. And faith in the character of the promiser. And that's how we saw I'm always amazed at how the Bible covers all the bases needed for a victorious Christian life. And the basic principles we're covering in this message are no exception. If you're experiencing spiritual turbulence of some kind, maybe financial or marital or a storm of temptation, or perhaps you're experiencing the turbulence of doubt or fear, I encourage you to put into practice the keys we're sharing in this message. They are straight from the Bible and will help you through this very difficult season that you're in. And now, don't go anywhere. Our announcer has some important things to share with you, our Life Talk listeners. And I look forward to seeing you next time for a brand new message entitled, Vision. Now, here's our announcer. Now you can bring Pastor Jeff Wickwire and Life Talk right into your home, your car, or wherever you may be to lead you on the exciting journey of building up your Christian walk in faith, hope, and love. 
For a gift of any size to Life Talk, Pastor Jeff will send you a CD collection of some of his most anointed and inspiring teaching series. These CDs will strengthen your faith and build your understanding of what Christ Jesus did for you at the cross. You will begin to understand just how much our Heavenly Father loves you and the whole world. So call now, toll free, 877-884-3111. Or just log on anytime, day or night to lifetalk.tv. Listen to Pastor Jeff's hope-filled CDs again and again, or give them to family members or friends as a gift. Don't wait. Call 877-884-3111 right now, or log on anytime to lifetalk.tv and give your best gift today. Today's program is entitled, Keep flying the plane. You can get your own copy of this message for just $5 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll free at 877-884-3111. Get your own copy of today's message for just $5 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll free at 877-884-3111 for more information. You've been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's Word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast.